Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey everybody! Hey hey hey! Ooh, I like the lines on the on the monitor. Hey, I have a question. Hey everybody! My I, wife has a question. How come you always start first? Do you start first? You always just jump right on. I in. sure do. I jump in. Hey everybody! I'm just that type of person. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going. When the when the light turned green, I'm going. You going? I'm honking oh. people. Oh my like god! You got to go. Oh, my god! Nice green. Got to go. Got places to go, people to see. Okay. All right. Moving and grooving. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All righty. All right. So that, I, just, I was just wondering about that. I said, you just, you just jump right on in. I do. I do. All That's right. what I do. That's what you do. I okay. Do. Okay. Well, welcome back, in. everybody. Some Sorry. That was my little banter. Okay. Uh, for those of you who are married, I'm pretty sure you have those 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 little side thoughts every once in a while. You just look at your spouse and and look at them and think, why you do that? Well, the next podcast we re- we record, you can jump in first. I'll see how I feel next yeah, week. Yeah, see exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to keep you on your toes. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, so dear. What are we talking about this week? This is us. This is us? This is us. Last week we did Waymaker. Yes. And this week we're going to talk about Miracle Worker. Yes, God is a miracle worker. the song we are using as, I ain't going to say inspiration. That's a good word. Okay, inspiration is uh, Waymaker. I think that's the title of the song. I do believe you're right. <clears throat> and there are many different versions. I'm going to say many different. But they have different versions. Different people record the song. And I believe we have Sanai. Sana. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Sanach. Sanach. Okay. <laughs> if you want to pronounce the H, but maybe she does or doesn't. Or Sanak. Don't know. I don't know how to, the proper pronunciation of her name, dear. Okay. But we were using that. And last week we talked about Waymaker. And I thought that was an excellent podcast. That was probably one of the best podcasts we've done in the last week or so. And. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then, especially since we only do one a week. I just want to see if you was paying attention. I'm paying attention. I'm with you. And this week we are going to talk about Miracle Worker. Yes. In our lives, individually, collectively, um, collectively, just being married 35 plus years is a miracle in and of itself. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do my own call and response. (laughs) That in and of itself is a miracle. I hear, I see people. And I'm not saying God didn't call them. I don't know if God called them marriage ministry, but they haven't been married any length of time. And I'm not knocking them. 
I'm not, I will never knock anybody for doing what they're doing. I just know we've been married 35 plus years. We done put some blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, uh, this ministry of marriage. And some pain you, and some joy. Pain and joy. And you could go down our marriage or go through our marriage and see the fruit of our labor, the figuratively and literally, and, <laughs> you know, our sons. So anyway, I was just, you know, just thanking God that our marriage, that in and of itself is a miracle. Yes. But where I wanted to start off, excuse me, have something in my eye, not that you all can see me in the podcast land. Um, <laughs> where I wanted to start off was before we even got married, uh, when I was a little young tyke, yeah, that was way before we got married. <laughs> I don't even know how old I was. I, I probably should ask my mother this, but I, I was a little young tyke, little young whippersnapper running around um, the streets of New York City. And I had to have some sort of operation. I don't even know what the operation was. To this day, honestly, don't know, don't care. But I had to have an operation. And the doctor told my mother that because of the operation, I wouldn't be able to have children. Now, my mother never told me the story until after you were pregnant with our oldest son. Mm-hmm. She never told me the story. And the story in and of itself is interesting for someone to tell you your someone to tell you that your children will never have children. And but my mother kept that to herself. And I don't even know if my dad knew. I don't know if anybody else in my family knew. All I know is my mother never told me this story until after Renee was pregnant with our oldest. Right. I remembered her I remember her telling us yeah. telling us that. Yeah. And Coming back to Miracle Worker, I was never supposed to have children, according to some doctor. Uh, Yet, we have three sons. And so, Miracle Worker. And I I thought about this, and when I was transcribing my little notes in my book and so on and so forth, that as a parent, you should not, we should not put limitations on our children telling them what they cannot do, what they cannot become, what they cannot achieve. You never know what God is going to do with your child, with your seed. And just because someone may have given you bad news about your child doesn't necessarily mean you have to then relay that news to your child. And I know now this generation, this age, we like to share. We like, we like to tell everybody, speak your truth and all this other stuff. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm still old school. There are certain things you should not have. There are certain conversations you should not have with your child. Again, this is just me, Doug. You should not have adult conversations with children. To me. That again, this is just me because their mind can't comprehend it. They like literally their mind, their physical brain cannot comprehend it because their brain hasn't matured yet to or comprehend it. I think their mind may store it and 
regurgitated later mm-hmm. and it could manifest itself um, negatively. Yeah. It may, you know, cause them to think of themselves in a, in a negative light because mm-hmm. of something that was said to them. I don't, I don't hear this in church anymore, but I used to hear this a lot. Whose report will you believe? We and shall believe the report of the Lord. Yes. I done that, that was a song, right? Um, I remember that. For some reason, I remember that as being a song. Maybe when we were in Texas. Um, don't know. Whose report will you? Okay. Anyway. All right. So I think I remember. But um, we, uh, we don't say that anymore. But whose report do you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. So I said that. Sorry. Had to hit myself myself. I said that to say fast forward, I don't know how many years, uh, we were having our son in daycare. He was our oldest son. He was in daycare. So this was years ago. And the teacher at the daycare came to Renee and I and said, hey, your son has attention deficit disorder. Mm-hmm. Or ADHD. I don't even know what the H stands for in ADHD. But she said something along those lines. I don't remember what she said. But it was something along those lines. Renee and I, um, I don't need, no, we were not saved. We were not saved at we the time. We were not saved at mm-hmm. the time. But we're looking at our son and we're saying, no, there's nothing wrong with our son. Right. And they also tried to... Um, Suggest that he needed medication. Yes, to yeah. calm him down. Yeah, and that could have been probably we was giving him too much sugar in the morning. We didn't know anything about yeah. sugary food and we didn't cereals know yeah. that <laughs> nothing right. but sugar and juice and have sugar in it. And right. you load him up with sugar and send him to school. We probably we probably contributed to that because we didn't know any better. But I said that to say we never told our son, hey. You have ADD or ADHD or whatever it was. We moved him to a different daycare. Yeah, after several several back and forth with this particular. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. we fast forwarding, but there was some some time frame with us going back and forth with them that there was nothing wrong with yeah with him. There was yeah. nothing wrong, and I'm not saying. Your child does not have uh, a particular medical condition. I'm not saying that, and the Lord knows I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying don't give your child the medicine if the doctor prescribes the medicine, so on and so forth. I, that is not what we're saying. We're just telling our story. Thank you. We are telling our story. This is us, miracle worker. So God may be using medicine to heal your child, or to get recovery, you know, get your child back to where they were before any of this medical condition arose. And then maybe in the future, your child won't need medicine or any type of medicine, medicine, excuse me, or prescription drugs or anything like that. Maybe that's where the story will ultimately go. But right now, if you still have to give your child medicine, please, by any and all means, Still give your child the medicine. I I want to be very clear on that. We are not telling you not to give medicine or to prescribe medicine to your children. 
not telling you that. Right. Seek medical <laughs> professionals. Uh, maybe this story is for someone to hear it just to continue to pray in faith that says that God's no respecter of persons. Uh, if he was did it for Doug and Renee, then he can do it for my child, but I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing, but I'm going to also believe God. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that that's a couple of miracles that I know off the top of my head. Yeah, but go ahead and you didn't finish. I didn't finish. We moved him to another daycare. We moved him to another daycare. Had no problems with the boy. What whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. Had no problems with the boy. So we come to find out as he's progressing through school that he's extremely extremely bright, extremely smart. That he needs to be challenged. He's not one of those he's one of those children that He'll finish his work sooner or quicker than everybody else. It's like, okay, what's the next thing? And they get bored. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they get bored. Then he'll start talking and, you know, him and and I just remember him and his friend in elementary school. I still remember his name. They they used to always get in trouble together. So. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. (laughs) So that, did I, did I forget anything or did I leave anything out? Um... Are you still talking about our oldest son? Are yes. you still going? Yeah, I was still talking about that story. That story. Yes, I believe so. He went to the other school. He was fine. Um, just identified that he needed structure. Mm-hmm. He needed to be challenged. Yes. Yes. And it also helped that I think we were going through some things in our marriage and we were newlyweds. And we were probably arguing or whatever, and he didn't know how to process that. Uh, and I think also because you were in the military, you were home and then you were gone. You were home and then you were gone. Mm. You were, and he, as a child, they don't know how to communicate. I miss my dad. Mm-hmm. Why is dad not here? Dad was just here, and I was just getting to hang out with him. Now dad's gone for three weeks. Now it's just me and you. Um, and I'm getting tired of you <laughs> kind of thing. Um, just the two of us. Um, and so kids, they act out how they feel rather than communicate how they feel. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. So him being in the right environment in school and having structure and having um, some good attention and um, and we didn't say this. We moved him from a um, a military based um, child care facility, which was just a daycare that was run on the base because you were in the military, to a church run uh, facility, mm-hmm. and we had no problems out of him. Not a peep. They had uh, biblical structure. They had, and again, this was before we were saved and knew the Lord, but because they had structure and they showed him love and they showed him attention, that was probably something that he was missing. And um, God just worked that that miracle out where he, you know, we didn't, you know, listen to what this 
daycare provider was saying our child needed when what he needed was structure and love and mm-hmm. attention and to be challenged. And now that, now that we're talking about this, not to say anything about the I don't even remember the lady's name who said this. She's a daycare provider at the time. She thinks she was a teacher. I don't, I don't even know if she owned a daycare or she was just a teacher. But I don't think she was qualified to make that decision about our son or make that mm-hmm. um, assessment, assessment mm-hmm. about our son. And that's another thing that I want to share with you all. Be careful about who you take um, advice from. And even, I mean, again, I we believe in doctors. We believe in psychologists, psychologists. I believe, you know, believe in all of that. I have no problem. Got my degree in psychology. Got I understand all that. But the the word of the Lord again. I'm not telling you don't take the medicine. I'm but if you there's no harm in getting a second opinion. There's no harm in going somewhere else and seeing. Well, what does another doctor say, or what does another psychologist or psych, psychiatrist say? There's no harm in that. Instead of just taking somebody. At their word, there's there's no harm in that. I don't believe there's any harm in getting a second opinion. No, not at all. Yeah. I agree. Okay. And so those are two, those are two um, instances of miracles that I know of off the top of my head. Uh, another miracle. Oh, did you want to? No, I think you you were going to continue talking about him in, into adulthood. Or oh, go ahead. Good. No, because you're think, using a hand. You're like into adulthood. No, I thought there was more that you wanted to add to from. Well, go ahead and add. No, I said you. No, I thought there was more you wanted to add no. to it. Am I misinterpreting? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, he can have his own podcast and talk about himself. <laughs> but he's okay. fine. He has his own business. He's doing well. He is the. He is the. Our granddaughter. He is the. Our granddaughter came from him, our yes. only grandbaby. Yes. So, yeah, he's doing fine. <laughs> he's doing well. He's, he's. Um, I think one of the things I was saying um, or wanted to mention is that he's just very driven. Um, he's very, um, he's full of energy and that just, that energy just needs, needed to be channeled into something positive. And so we thank God for just working out a miracle in his life and pretty sure he has more testimonies that he could even come on here and share about how God's a miracle worker in his life. But as my husband, Doug, said, uh, we'll let him have his own podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it would been a miracle if he showed up yesterday. He, we were supposed anyway, to go out together. that's another story. Okay, right. that's that's a father and son topic <laughs> for another story, for another day. Another episode of Doug and Dre's <laughs> father-son episode. Um, well, one of the things that came to my mind, and that this could be part of Waymaker and Miracle Worker, when I look back over my life, I just think about how um, I was impacted by so many different type of accidents. And one of which I knew the devil was trying to take me out early on. When I was six years old, I was hit by a car. Mm. And 
<laughs> you say it like this the first time you're hearing it. I am. First time <laughs> I am hearing it. That's not the first time you heard this First story. time I'm hearing this story. Okay. Um, so when I was six years old, um, they used to have the streets blocked off for the kids to play outside. They had the little police barricade <clears throat> right across the street from the elementary school so the kids could run across the street, go to the candy store without worrying about any cars. Well, you know, some car just thought that they were above the law. They moved the police barricade drove down the block and um, and spud, they were speeding down the block and hit me. Mm. And um, the car hit me and I, I bounced onto the sidewalk, mm. flew up in the air, hit the sidewalk. And they called the ambulance, called my mom, got to the hospital and no... No broken bones, no bumps, no bruises, nothing. The next day, I was back in school. The only thing that I recall saying to my mom, (laughs) which is typical of me because I've always loved to eat, was what's for dinner Mm. when she got to the hospital. And I just think about how God is a miracle worker, how that could have been another way at six years old how I could have been out of this world. And then years later, um, I was on a bus that got hit by an oil truck. The oil truck did not blow up. Um, I was driving a car that was hit from behind by an 18-wheeler. I was driving a car, um, got hit from behind, and my car almost hit a light pole, but I blacked out. And when I came to, my car was next to the light pole. And I this look, is when we married. Yes, dear. And you I know don't all of these stories. I don't remember this. And it's interesting. Um, but I think about all these different car accidents that I had, and I remember when we got. And all of these was before we got saved. And when I got saved, I prayed and pronounced no more car accidents in Jesus' name. But I remember just thinking over my life how the enemy was trying to take me out throughout my life through vehicles, when I, whether I was hit by a car, whether the, I was on the bus that got hit by an oil truck, whether I was hit by the 18-wheeler um, driving my car, whether I was hit from a, behind with a car and almost hit it a light pole. Can we and go when, back and sue? And when the ambulance came <laughs> and got me uh, and the police came, they were surprised, uh, what they say, the trajectory of wh- where the car hit me, how my car did not hit that light pole. <laughs> that is nobody but a miracle worker. Y'all was going to hear me start praising God. Hallelujah. There was that was nobody Won't but God. It? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Um, you even have two different voices when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, won't he do it? Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I just realized that. <laughs> won't he do it? Yes, he will. <laughs> um, and I just look back over my life and I just think about that story. I know when I participated in the volume one series of Faith of Fiery Trials. I'm a co-author in that book and wrote my story. I included all of that in my story, but because we were um, uh, 
we were limited on how much we could include because there were other women telling their stories. I wanted to tell so much. And I remember um, the visionary, uh, Elder Nicole Mason, God bless her. She said, she said, that's great, but you can't share all of that in this one place that this story needs to be told somewhere else. So I'm glad I'm able to share that with you all because that's something that I haven't shared often. And sometimes we need to go back and think about how good God has been over our life, to think about the miracles that he's worked. Now, to some, they may say, oh, that's not a miracle. That was, you know, a coincidence or that was, you know, you were lucky or you can call it whatever you want to call it. It was a miracle that it's a miracle that I'm still here today to tell this story, looking back over my life and all of the opportunities that the enemy had to try to take me out. God said, nope, I still have plans for Renee. Wow. So there would not have been a Doug and Renee married life. There was a possibility of, you know, as far as what the doctor told you, no, no children. Doctor told my mom. Told your mom, mm-hmm. no children. Um, and without me being here, there wouldn't have been our children. Yeah. Um, and so God does all things well. And no matter what it looks like, God's plans prevail over our plans. And he has a plan and a purpose for us, plans for good and not evil, to prosper us, even in the midst of a storm. And that's my testimony today. God is a miracle worker. So, sorry, can't start. (laughs) People at my job, they're like, why do you keep popping yourself? Anyway, here's, here's something you said, and I don't realize, I don't think you realize what you said. You said no more accidents. You prayed no more accidents. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, what year you made that, said that prayer. Don't know what year, but no more accidents. And this is 2023. And I was going to say this, but I, I was looking at it. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to say it. But then when you brought it up, I'm going to say it. I've never had an accident, car accident, in all the years I've been driving. To God be the glory. To, to God be the glory. Not one. Jesus. Our sons, never been in a car accident. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. And you, I don't know when you prayed that prayer, but this goes out to some mother, some father, sister, brother. There's no expiration date on prayer. So you just have to believe it. You just have to confess it. And I'm not going to say whatever you say, it'll come to pass. If it's God's will, it will come to pass. And so just as my wife and I, we didn't plan this, but I just want you to understand this had to be in the 80s or early 90s when you prayed that prayer. Had to be. It was probably mid 90s because I got saved in 90, 90. I got saved in 90, 91. And so it was probably early, mid-90s. Early, mid-90s. And this is 2023, and we've never been in an accident. You, me, sons, never been in a car accident since then. To God be the glory for prayer covering. Yeah. And we always, you know, when we walk out the house, we say our prayer before we leave. We plead the blood. Angels are camped around about us. 
we pray for God's traveling mercies to and fro. And when we come back home, we'll find all things well. We do all that, but we also don't drive recklessly. You know, I'm just saying practical stuff we don't do. But accidents are accidents. That's why they call them accidents. But since you've prayed that prayer in 91, 2, whatever the year was, it's been 20, almost 30, probably 30 years. Mm-hmm. None of us been in a car accident. To, to God be the glory. Yeah. So Once God gave me the revelation of that, because when you see that there is a pattern mm-hmm. going on in your life, you have to have a discern a spirit of discernment and say, okay, wait a minute, I see a pattern. Let me let me pray this thing off because you don't want it to keep being a pattern in your life, whatever whatever it is. And so I had to rebuke car accidents um because that was a pattern from my childhood uh up until early um adulthood driving. We just want you to know that God is still in the miracle working business. That wasn't just in the Bible days. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is a miracle worker. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.